Hi and welcome to the Fourth Down Podcast. I'm Ben. I'm Tom. And we're here to talk about American football. So I got into the NFL after the demo for Madden 2009 was advertised Ooh. on my Xbox, that, which was the one with Drew Brees on the cover because okay. he'd won the Super Bowl and the AFC Championship game, the 2009 game between the Colts and the Jets was the game that you could play. So yeah, I enjoyed the demo. And so you played that demo. That was your first experience. Yeah, pretty much. And you chose to be a Broncos fan. Yeah, because I chose to be a Broncos fan because, well, quite frankly, because I have a horse. And I went like, <laughs> and I was like, I went to, I was like, I don't know who to choose. Colts, because I also the Colts were really good back then because obviously they'd not long won their Super Bowl themselves. And I didn't like, I felt pretty scummy to be in like you know yeah like, those, bandwagon. like yeah. all those Patriots fans that oh, well, in this yeah. country. Anyway, yeah, so I was like, oh, they got a horse. I like me some of that Timmy Tebow, and then I would oh, get a Broncos fan. And then it was terrible for a little while, and then when Manning came, I got much more interested in sure, it, obviously, yeah. because it was better, and oh. it was just natural. I played a bit of um, youth level at home, and then I come to uni, which is where I met Ben. You did. Um, Best day of my life. Oh, stop it. My intro to football is very different to yours. I... Had braces back in my youth. One night, you couldn't tell them. Thank you. Um, <laughs> then one night, couldn't get to sleep because the pain. And um, there was a game on, and it was Giants versus someone I don't remember. And that was sort of my first intro to it. I was like, "This is an amazing game." Was oh, that why you're a Giants fan? Yeah, I always thought you was a Giants fan because of OBJ. No, and then he so, betrayed you. <laughs> yeah, then, then he tore my heart. Oh out. no! So I so you I, was a Giants and then OBJ fan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So then in my first year of uni mm. is when we drafted OBJ and so I was a fan then and then obviously he popped off and it was a lot more enjoyable yes because his rookie year was that year yeah, the catch that, the catch in Dallas the catch it still is the best catch I think I've seen it blows my mind because, because I, it's, it's also in the end zone it yeah. is also the PI it's and he's a rookie yeah oh that's phenomenal anyway so uh Recent news, Tom. Mm-hmm. Jamie Winston has got some eye surgery. <laughs> yeah, um, but finally, after joining, well, being, not joining, being the founding member of the NFL's Thirty Thirty Club, he also led the league in passing, though. So he set some yeah. records. <laughs> um, <laughs> I saw something, and it was like, I think I saw it on Twitter, and it's like some of his interceptions were so badly like running into stride of like linebackers and things people were genuinely wondering if he was actually for it was like camera break I saw a I saw a video that went through each of his mm. 30 interceptions and I think 11 of them turned out to be sort of miscommunication between him and the receiver and then the rest of them were just awful plays I mean he threw to the defenders <laughs> You, you get those ones, though, as well, that count about against quarterbacks where the receiver just foul drops it, and it, or it hits them in the hands and pops up, or like they kind of catch it, and then safety like lights someone up, and it pops up, and then it's an easy pick for a defensive back. And those can be QBs as well. But there is, there's got to be something to say, because he's always thrown interceptions, and luck, as much as it is a thing in sports, it, it should balance out. I wouldn't say he's been particularly more unlucky than anyone else. When you get people like, I don't know, Russell Wilson, I think he threw like five picks this year or something. I don't really know. I don't know the stats. But I know it wasn't very many at all. And then like he's thrown 30. Well, Carson Palmer said, he came out and said that um, 
well, he backed up Jameis Winston and said that it's difficult to be put into that sort of uh, play scheme. Um, yeah, and even his stats from when he first uh, went into that uh, play scheme, he had many interceptions and didn't have a great season. But then, sort of after yes, after the experience he, and getting into it, that's where they come from Oakland, didn't they? Yeah, because um, it's like spent a few years just kind of not doing much with the Raiders, because the Raiders were obviously bad for a long time there. And then the season where Derek Carr. Like led him to the playoffs and everything was looking good under Del Rio and then he like broke his leg on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve or something didn't they and it was like oh just... of course yes that was yeah. the season he was um, in the run for MVP yes well yeah he was in the run um, in other news Miles Garrett has been reinstated have you seen that yeah I did see that and um, he's still saying that um Mason Rudolph called him the N-word, isn't it? And uh, I don't know if you actually saw it because it was only on Twitter about an hour ago, Mason Rudolph, because Miles um, Garrett did like an interview with okay. ESPN about it and Mason um, uh, Rudolph like, quote-tweeted it and basically been like, this is a flat-out lie. I think he said he wanted to assassinate his character or something was the term he used. So I don't think that's going away anywhere. I mean, I don't think Mason Rudolph's got a great character anyway. So No, me, me neither, really. But like... I don't know why. I don't know if it, for me it adds some credence to what Miles Garrett is saying because if it's not true, or at least I believe that's what Miles Garrett believes happened, if that makes sense. Because mm. if you've been reinstated and you didn't think that actually happened and you was just trying to use it as an excuse when he came out and said it afterwards, which most people thought it was, like if it was false, I get like sticking to your guns with pride about that kind of thing. But you've been reinstated, you know, you'd probably just want to like bury your head in the sand. Yeah, I but, know what you mean. He's, he's doubled down on it. Because um, I think it was a Thursday night game. And I think I was actually working a night shift at the time. So I think I went for my break and um, obviously Twitter was exploding. And like I found the video and I was just... It was it's horrendous, really. Yeah. He, he could have he killed him. Oh, yes, he could have, but he didn't. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't, which is obviously super important. But but then it's also super important to think that he literally could have. And he could have been, like, nationally killed him. Yes. Killed him, like, on national television. I mean, it, yeah, it could have been It could have been so much worse. Um, and the outcome could have been... Awful. I don't even think Mason Rudolph went into, like, concussion protocol or anything for it, if memory um, serves. I don't really remember. Cause... He took some big hits to the head this season. Yeah, but... That Pittsburgh, I don't know. <laughs> There's all those jokes about how like um, Mike Tomlin should just get like coach of the decade for keeping like Ben Roethlisberger, uh, Antonio Brown, and Le'Veon Bell like all together yeah. for all those years, just like um, cohesively. The AB's got something wrong with it. I don't know. It's whether or not he's getting some some treatment now that through his court case where, he where so. the judge like ordered. Yeah. It, yeah. Just like I would, I would love to see him back in the league because he was amazing to watch play. I don't think he'll ever come back though. Like I think the league's been pretty now, forgiving on stuff when they're superstars, but I think. But you're also forgetting that um, Tom Brady has been sort of keeping him sweet, liking his Instagram posts, keeping in contact with him on social media. Yeah, but and he and Antonio Brown's come out and said that you know he wants to play with Tom Brady before the end mm. of their careers. 
Um, and Tom Brady's even come out and liked that and agreed and all that sort of stuff. So I think, you know, with Brady needing more offensive weapons if he stays in uh, the Patriots. I wonder about people that like Tom Brady's Instagram. Like, is that actually Tom Brady? You know what I mean? Uh, I think Instagram. I think uh, I think Instagram is easily the person that is is theirs, mm-hmm. whereas the whole Facebook and other other social media platforms where it's more of a page. Speaking of, um, I was going to say, speaking of Brady, did you see the um, news article about the Raiders today? That they're thinking about offering big time money. Yeah, two years, thirty million. What do you think? I wouldn't. If I was Brady, like, because do you really want to go spend the last two years of your Hall of Fame storied career being shown twice a year that Patrick Mahomes is the future? Uh, no, no, I wouldn't. Um, no, I, I don't think the Raiders would be a good, good landing spot for him. I don't think it makes sense. It makes sense business-wise um, for the Raiders. I mean, from Brady's point of view. Oh, no, 100%. In my opinion, the best place for him is New England. I think it would spoil the story if he went somewhere else. Yeah, but I don't know about that because people probably said that about people like um, Joe Montana. Like, Do most people even remember that Joe Montana played three years for the Kansas City Chiefs? Mm. What do you think about the whole um, the Philip Rivers to Indy thing? Um, I don't know. Just, I mean, Philip Rivers had a awful season. But he didn't, he didn't have a great team, man. No, no. But I mean, I think the Chargers have, have always been a team where they just don't quite hit their potential. I saw the most Chargers stat the other day. I think it was from twenty ten. Um, they were like first in offense, first in defense, thirty second in special teams, and missed the playoffs. I saw it on like Twitter, and it was just the most Chargers thing possibly in history. And then they wonder why they've got no fans when they like put their team through that and then leave where they've like are from. I think the new stadium is going to be an embarrassment. The then st- is it whose stadium is it where it looks like the Rams logo? Uh, I think it's the one, the one that the Rams are sharing with. The charges in LA because it's got like that big um, weird like glass thing over the top, yeah. isn't it? I kind of yeah, I kind of get what you mean actually, yeah. But I, I just think because I don't know what it's going to be like a sixty seventy thousand seat stadium. Uh, they have like, more away fans in their stadium at the moment just because of the whole way tickets are nowadays. Just with like all the resale markets and StubHub and everything, they're just always going to play away games. Yeah, and it's such like an unappealing thing to go join. I guess, you know, living in LA and being a millionaire is probably quite nice. Did you see that, um, speaking of ticket prices, did you see that the um, XFL game, the DC Defenders, their ticket prices were um, higher priced than... Were they higher than the Redskins? Than the Redskins games, yeah. Oh, that's that's embarrassing. Do you watch any of the XFL? Or even the highlights? So I, I watched some of the highlights and then watched um, a bit of the Guardians... Vipers game? The Tampa Bay Vipers. They yeah. were these horrible, like, bright green and yellow uniforms. Might have been. Um, anyway. Um, so, yeah, the, the um, New York 
Guardian. Is that who you're... Uh, lifelong fan. Well, I I I feel like the, the team, team you can't remember the name of. <laughs> we, I keep wanting to say Giants, and I have to remind myself no, not the Giants in the XFL. Although I, I'm sure the Giants could possibly win a game in the XFL at the moment. Danny Dimes, man. Danny I mean, Dimes. I'm still still diehard fan of Big Dick Danny Dimes, um, <laughs> but um, saw the highlights for that game, and wasn't wasn't bad. They had they've got some good stuff going. Yeah, like I don't know. I I still I watched the highlights of all the games at the weekend because I was coming off night shifts and I couldn't like sleep properly. So I was like, I don't know, let's see if this sent you to sleep. And it didn't, which I'm gonna, I'm gonna mark that up as a positive. Um, that's a win. But also, yeah, that's a win. Uh, I'm sure Vince will be happy about that. But also, the quality is when you've spent the whole like. I don't know how many months it is. It's like seven months watching the NFL. Yeah. And then suddenly it's there. And so, especially when you've literally watched the Super Bowl the weekend before. Yeah. Which with, was actually an amazing Super Bowl. With the Chiefs probably and 49ers, the two, yeah. Yeah. For probably once the actual two best teams in the league, which is actually kind of rare. And just the way playoffs like yeah. mess around and stuff. But um, I think, I understand they did it the weekend after the Super Bowl to try and be like, hey, football's still going on. But I think the the like, contrast in talent it made was too obvious for me yes I, I, I agree I've seen uh, like posts where they've said that the winner of the XFL should get promoted to the NFL and the um, worst team in the NFL should get relegated to the XFL I just don't think that would work I mean obviously I know it's a joke but I don't, I, from, a, from a business standpoint well, it's, like, it's like that old thing it's like some people that probably don't really understand are like oh LSU should play the um the Bengals and it's like just as like an exhibition game yeah and people don't like understand like how good at college you have to be to be an NFL like to be a crappy NFL player exactly yeah you have to be a dominant college player and like I'm not saying it would well actually I might be saying it would probably be a massacre and it's also just like a 28 year old man is always going to be stronger nearly than any like twenty year old, it's just how it works, you know. What I, what di- what it did get me thinking though was obviously mm-hmm. in in America, a bit like in the UK, you've got the whole um, pay to play leagues. Yeah. So almost a bit like we've got with football here, you win in the pay to play leagues, and eventually you get up to the XFL, which would be like the the amateur top league. Oh, okay. I get what you mean. Yeah, like, no, I definitely think the XFL has a future. And yeah. I'm sure there is a large market in America that it's kind of targeting. I do think that the NFL would benefit from some kind of secondary league, which is why I kind of thought the AAF last year had much more of a chance at RIP my uh, Salt Lake Stallions. Um, because I believe they were like NFL backed, weren't they? Like, all kind of. Because they were showing the games on like NFL Network, so there was definitely some kind of. I think it would work as a feeder league into the mm. NFL. So, you know, if players that don't get picked up um, in the late rounds, like uh, you know, for instance, Antonio Brown, Tom Brady, they're the classics that get picked up in a late round, and then yeah, I forget AB was like a sixth round, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, I and then ex- exceed their expectations. Expectations. I think the. XFL could be good in that in that sense that the players that don't get picked up as like a on a whim from t- some teams, they have a chance to 
show yeah. what they what it's, their potential is. Like I can't imagine how many people slip through the cracks. Exactly. Exactly. So Jim I think it works Post. in that sense. And then you know your wide receiver gets injured, um, go to the XFL to pick up one of their best. Or some receivers. kind of yeah, yeah. Uh, even if, especially if they were like, I think if they were like team affiliated, like the minor league system in like baseball and hockey, I think that would be interesting. I think that something that probably isn't talked about much, but I think would really succeed now. So there's all this talk with, especially with the um, something we should talk about, especially being UK NFL fans, is the Jags playing two games in London, back to back. Okay. And everyone's now talking. Did you hear about that? No, I've not heard that. Yet. Yeah, so they're going to play games back to back at Wembley. So I assume they're just going to stay for the two weeks. Well, I'm almost certainly with that. Be ridiculous. But um, so now, one that kind of disappoints me because that means that we're missing out on like another team that's coming over. Because I'm not very interested in the Jags. Like I think a lot of people think that the Jags really have like the UK down as like their like home ground, which I I haven't found really. I'm not sure I know one Jags fan. I don't know. I I don't. Agree agree with that although I think that's the sort of story they're trying to put together is oh, the, yeah, 100%. the the Jags are the UK team um, but I don't feel like we've chosen them as our team <laughs> no I think we've just got the Jags because they had a terrible team for ages and had no like attendance I was say they had a great were, fan base yeah and so where they were east coast as well it was easy to send them to the UK like the time zone wines but anyway, that's what I was going to say. So with the Jags coming over, obviously that sparked up the whole interest in getting an NFL franchise in London, which I personally think would be a terrible idea. I don't think it would work, I, no. I don't think it would work. You'd never get any free agents unless you paid a ridiculous amount of money. Um, I don't think travel's possible. Just, and I don't know how like committed like the UK fans would be. Because obviously, I I wouldn't say the Jags moved and become the London Jags, um, London Jaguars. I wouldn't become a Jags fan. I would still no. be a Denver fan, and I'm sure yeah, you would still be a Giants, Giants fan. fan. Yeah, and I would, you know, I'd maybe go to a few games because you know get to watch NFL about and go yeah exactly um, America. But I'd probably go watch as a neutral or root for whatever team's visiting or whichever team I'm more interested in. Yes, yeah, agreed. Yeah, so what I think, especially, especially, there we go, on the topic of like feeder league, I think like NFL Europe should be restarted. I think that is the way forward. Like, because obviously okay. it it failed because the interest fell apart because it was never really there anyway, and like, well, there was interest because it was kind of popular here in the eighties, and then it kind of waned. I think an NFL Europe would be a really good idea again, especially if they were like affiliated. Because in I think the like interest has definitely grown. So, hundred percent, I believe you could have easily three teams in the UK that would um, put them in. Like, well, you would obviously have one in London, get like one in Tottenham Stadium. I don't know, maybe one in like Manchester, and then put one up in like Glasgow or something. We got the London Warriors already that are, don't yeah, belong I mean, in the and, Premiership. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if they were, like, if these were like NFL affiliates as well. I think it would work. And then, obviously, there's a huge interest for the game in Germany as well. And then I think there's quite a lot in Scandinavia as well, isn't there? I think the the, the issue with feeder leagues, hmm. like like with the XFL, it's all great thinking that, you know, an NFL team can go to the XFL, XFL and pick up a really good player that they need. Which I'm got. sure will happen. 
But the the issue is the XFL aren't going to want to release that player. Yeah, but I don't know how their contracts work. I would I don't know. I would imagine that most players that are in the XFL are in the XFL to get back into the NFL or get into the NFL. Oh, who's the Ohio State quarterback that's the DC Defenders one now? No idea. Card- Cardell Jones. That's it. Okay. Um, he like is was one of the first. I think he might have even been the first pick, and it's like he has been like kind of the poster boy for it. But there is no way he if he gets like a um, potential sniff at a backup NFL job this year and he can't get out of his contract or whatever that he's going to be like, no, I'm committed to the XFL. I'm going to see this project out. Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't think from the player's point of view there going to say oh no I'm committed to the XFL I think from the team owners and you know the league um, commission and owners yeah there is no team owners it's all um, it's all the league it's not like franchised is there not going to be team owners at all no I don't think so I think the plan is to the XFL owns every team it's not like franchised out like the NFL that every team is owned by the XFL so owned by Vince McMahon I guess Okay, so then this, what teams are run by the head coach? Yeah, and then he teams are run by the head coach, general manager. Okay, which I guess makes sense. Shall we um, get back to the NFL, the actual decent football? Because at the moment we're probably going to become the UK's leading XFL podcast, which, <laughs> which you know might be um, probably a I mean, kind of small market. <laughs> we didn't technically say NFL; we said American yeah, football. So that's we're, true. we're hitting all bases. <laughs> yeah, but we don't want to make ourselves too niche in case the XFL like, falls apart. <laughs> exactly, XFL is strong and solid. We can we can trust in them. The NFL might fall apart at any point. The NFL might fall apart. Um, so the world's coolest man, Joe Burrow, is oh, like smoking Joe Burrow. Oh, that picture! Oh, he's a cool man. Anyway, he's obviously going to the Bengals. Poor man. <laughs> I don't know really because I don't think the Bengals are that much. Oh come on! Really? I mean, you think they're that bad? I think the owners that bad. Yeah, I know he's old-fashioned and things, but I think Zach Taylor is pretty good as a head coach. Like that, that Bengals team were playing hard towards the end of the year. He's only going to do good, isn't he? He's not going to like bring them down. Oh yeah, that's true. But yeah, and then um, so you got the Redskins at number two, which is somewhere you'd really not want to go. That's a bad situation, but Chase Young. yeah, Chase Young, the um, Ohio State guy. I haven't watched much of his um, footage, but everything you like hear and say about him is he is the best player in the draft, isn't he? It's obviously as we were talking about. I think earlier. he's the most sure player. Oh yeah, like yeah, I think like, like most people think he's probably the best, but it's just like an elite. Can't yeah, pass up on Joe an elite pass rush is only going to get you so far, like. Last couple of years, Von Miller's still been an elite pass rusher, but Denver have still been a bad team. Like the quarterback's just the quarterback's just more important. There's no like two ways about it. Anyway, I think it's third is is the Dolphins third. People think they're going to take Tua, which uh, no, who's third? I thought they were meant to take Tua at fifth. All I know is the Giants have got their sweet sweet fourth spot. Oh no, third Lions. That's it. That's it. Because they are the most forgettable team in the NFL. I just find them, they've got bland uniforms that like blue and silver. Like, Matthew Stafford is good, 
But the rest of the team are just so... He had a good beginning of the season. Oh, he was really good. And there was all those rumours that they might get rid of him, which I think would be a terrible thing to do. I think he's a... He is a franchise quarterback. I like him. Yeah, I don't think there's any two ways about it. Like, I think that if Detroit were to get rid of Matthew Stafford, it would be the final insult to a player that they've never really supported. Because, like, obviously Calvin Johnson's there... But they couldn't keep him happy enough to actually play a full career. I mean, they didn't even treat Calvin Johnson particularly well. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. And he was like, "F this, I'm done." I got to see him play in uh, in London, though, so I'm happy. Oh, did you go to the London uh, Lions Atlanta game? I did. So did I. Ended on a Matt Prater field goal. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know you was, you went to that one. I went to that one too. I did indeed. I saw that humongous man, Calvin Johnson, catch some balls. How big is he? Is he like? Is he huge? Uh, he's six eight. No, something like that. Six eight, six seven. You really? I'm fairly. Sure. I know he was large, but I was thinking like six two, six three. Oh no, no, he's bigger than that. We have to look him up now. Me just um. Yeah. <laughs> now, now everyone's listening to who can type Google. and search fast. <laughs> six foot five. Okay, well, okay, maybe. <laughs> so he's, a, he's a large man, but six foot eight is like NBA size. I mean, he you know he looks uh, six foot eight on camera. He looks six or eight in your dreams. <laughs> Camera had three inches. <laughs> anyway, the most forgettable team in the league are picking third. And then I know the Giants are there at four. And then most people expect you to take like the best lineman in the draft, don't they? Although, I mean, he, yeah, wait, wait. I know we all think that David Gutman loves big boys, which he has shown in the past. Um, I still love that. What did he say about like computer people? Oh, God, don't. Um, he said like stats people or something really stupid. Or like the computer guys. I've hired some computer guys for his stats department. <laughs> he, oh, I don't know how he's got a job. Anyway, he said <laughs> he said that he he wouldn't be um he wouldn't think against trading down in the draft this season, this year. I think that's a good idea because. I think, realistically, you have probably got the highest pick that's going to be traded. Because the Bengals aren't going anywhere. I don't think... The Redskins could go somewhere if someone paid, like... Gave them some kind of ridiculous ransom. I wouldn't see that as being massively ridiculous. Um, The Lions? Who cares? Um, (laughs) No, the the Lions could trade, but I don't think they would. Whereas... The Giants pick could be really valuable for people that want Tua above the Dolphins. Yeah. Because obviously the Dolphins are there at five and just from the way it is and like, I don't know, I could just see Tua in Miami. I think, I mean, we're talking about Tua sitting behind Brian Fitzmagic for a year. Which is a good idea, especially with that hit. Though he got the scan saying it was all 100%. Yeah. He's, uh, He's not attending the combine though, is he? He's doing his he, he's doing his own personal. I don't think he, yeah I don't think he's going to be ready for the combine yeah I don't even know if he's going to be ready for his pro day but um, I think that he is expected to be ready for training camp but it's also like Joe Burrow's not going to do anything in the draft either he'll like um, sorry the combine he'll be there he doesn't need to yeah he'll be there do some interviews but even if I was if I was him and you was as cool as him I would probably try harder the Bengals interview. And like every other interview, just go in there smoking a cigar. I was literally about to say, I'll just turn up, smoke a cigar, and do nothing. Yeah, like whoever's picking eighth, just be like, don't waste my time. I'll come to this interview because I have to. 
but let's be honest, I'm going to embarrass you for the next 15 years. No, I don't know. He, he, it's like one of those things where I'm sure people have been this hyped about, well, the people were this hyped about James Winston. Oh, yeah. And he'll be the only left-handed quarterback in the NFL. He's not actually left-handed. Is he not? Does he just throw left-handed? Is it like he a just throws left-handed because... Rafa Nadal thing. He likes to give himself a handicap because he's that good. I have no idea if that's true. <laughs> You're like joking. <laughs> I'm not joking at all. I mean, I don't know about the whole handicap part, but he definitely throws left-handed through choice instead of him being left-handed. Like a Rafa Nadal thing. Yeah. Like a tennis player. Oh, I didn't know that. I just assumed he was um, left-handed. It does look weird, though. Like, where you're so used to it in the NFL, where there's, like, none of them. Like, Des Bryant, last person to throw a left-handed touchdown. Little fact for you there. Wait. Des Bryant's left-handed? Yeah, Des Bryant's left-handed. You don't really... It doesn't really matter with receivers. You rarely notice No, not it. at all. Yeah. It's not like you only catch the poop on hand. Yeah. But, I don't know. Um, there's all those rumours about Des Bryant coming back, isn't there? I hope he comes back. He's... I've seen a few training videos of him yeah. getting into it. And, like, I really do... I like Des Bryant. Like, I think... Because he yeah. tweeted the other day about how he was accepting being, like, the third receiver or something. And I think he would get you some value. Oh, wow. Like, how he'd be happy to be the third receiver on the team. But I think if, if you put him on a good team... Yeah, if you put him on a good team, he'd be a good third receiver. So, um, speaking of QBs, mm. I found a article posted by the NFL on Ooh. their ranking of every starting QB from this season. Best QB in the uh, league? Drew Lock. Don't at me. <laughs> so Patrick Patrick Mahomes. Well, so I said I was gonna think about this on the fly. It is now time for Quiz, quiz time. time. The name is oh, name is the name is pending. Um as I said, this is Pat, this is happening on, pending. Working exactly. This is happening on the fly. So mm. first of all how many QBs do you think started this season? Ooh. How many QBs started this season? Yep. 41. Think more. Really? Like 45? A lot more. What, started like regular season games? I, know, I guess a lot of people did get injured this year and I was just trying to think for it. I was like... Denver started free, I know, because uh, we had Joe Flacco for a bit, which was painful. Um, then we started Brandon Allen for like a week, and then uh, Drew Lock come through, Zara Turner, Saviour. And then I was thinking like Pittsburgh played free, because they had um, obviously Ben Roethlisberger, Mason Rudolph, Duck Hodges. Do you remember that? All the Duck Hodges hype? That was fun. Um, how many is it then? 57. Really? Yes. That's insane. Now, we're not going to have time to go through all 57 of these players. Um, yeah. So let's aim for the you know the top 10. Mm. Now, I'll give you a little spoiler. There is no prize to be won. There is no there is no winning. This is just how many of these questions can you get right. Ooh, let's go. So the top 10 is broken down into two players tied for first. You then have second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. Two players tied for eighth, and then ten. So, who do you think are tied for first? Pat Mahomes, and is it Drew Brees? It is not. Oh, Aaron Rodgers? It is not. Oh, that's going to annoy me. 
They haven't got like Deshaun Watson, have they? It is Lamar Jackson. Oh, of course. Yes. I'm still not used to thinking of him. <laughs> like as like as the force he was. You're you're forgetting really you're forgetting he's not just a running back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm part of the problem. <laughs> I think it's also because of how badly they crashed out of the playoffs. It's kind of tainted that whole season. I mean, a little bit, I guess. Anyway, yeah, I feel awful. I forgot about Lamar. So he's the MVP. <laughs> Had one of the best seasons ever. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Move on. So. Before we get into the next players, mm-hmm. who, between the two of them, because they're tied for first, a little reminder that Lamar Jackson played 15 of the 16 games, and Patrick Mahomes played 14 of the 16 games. Mm-hmm. Who? Who rushed for more yards? I mean, we can do that. <laughs> who rushed for more yards? Is it Lamar Jackson? Would you know? It is. Oh. So, who had the higher completion percentage? Lamar Jackson. Correct. He throws short passes. By 0.2%. That just shows how good Patrick Mahomes is with how many deep balls he throws. Who had... That's crazy. Who had the most passing yards? Ooh. Pat Mahomes. Correct. Who had the higher yards per attempt? Lamar Jackson. It was Patrick Mahomes. 7.8 to 8.3. Who had... The most passing touchdowns. Ooh, passing touchdowns. Throwing the ball. Oh, yes. Yeah, now I remember. Pat Mahomes? Lamar Jackson. I felt like that was a trick question. Like, I kept wanting to think of Lamar Jackson. Then I was thinking he probably takes away so many passing touchdowns just because he's so good on the ground. <laughs> like, in like, the red zone. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So, uh, Patrick Mahomes had 26 passing touchdowns, whereas Lamar Jackson had 36. Jeez. Who had? James, do you know what I took away from that? James Winston threw more touchdowns than <laughs> Um, Who had the most interceptions? <laughs> and yes, it is James Winston. Yes, yeah, it's James Winston. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, he did by one. Six interceptions to five. I think like, he threw some bad ones as well at some point. Like, just, you know, trying to do too so much. So did Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, think Super Bowl. yeah, to be fair. Super Bowl. Okay, moving on from those two. In at number three. Drew Brees. It's Russell Wilson. Damn it. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't like Russell. Really? Yeah, he seems fake. Like He does that whole like clean-cut, nice guy persona. I, I don't think that is a persona from all accounts that I've seen and heard. Do you I think, think he is that annoying at all times? <laughs> God, that would irritate me. I think... Ask Beast Mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true, maybe. So, in at number four. Drew Brees. You are correct, it is Drew Brees. Yes! Cover of the first ever Madden I played. Anyway. Number five. Drew Locke? No. Sean Watson. <laughs> yes. I'm going to give you a spoiler here. Drew Locke is not in the top ten. I'm not sure we can do anything else with this list, man. It's clearly... It's clear. It's clearly a lie. Yeah, it's clearly been put together by someone who... It's clearly been put together by a hack. Well, part of the reason why I wanted to uh, get your opinion and answers on this top ten is because some some are a little bit... Oh, God, is he 57? <laughs> it's Drew it's Locke. He, he didn't come off of the list. He didn't count. <laughs> so, number six. Number six. 
you prefaced it, prefaced, prefaced it with saying that, it, like, with a caveat about them being a bit surprising. So I'm going to say Tannehill. It is indeed Tannehill. He was good, though. He was, but I, I'm off the, top, off the top of my head, I wouldn't have given him sixth. Oh, no, I wouldn't call him sixth. We're putting him above Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins. So, number seven. Is it Aaron Rodgers? It is indeed. Tied for eight. Kirk Cousins. It is indeed. Um, but who's he tied with? Oh, who else had a good year? I'm trying to go through the divisions. Not Brady, not Darnold, not Fitz, um, not Josh Allen. Sal. Who's in the South? Tannehill, Watson, we've already done there. Not Jacoby Brissett. I'll give you a hint. Mm. We've discussed him already today. Is it James Winston? <laughs> It's not Travis Winston. Drew Brees? No. Drew Brees, we've already, we've already done it. Uh, tell me AFC or NFC? NFC. They're in the NFC? Yeah. Is it the... Is it Matthew Stafford? It is indeed. And then in at 10th. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, yeah, that was a question. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it was, it was a question. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, waiting. Um, number 10. Uh, 10. Who would be 10th? Is it Drew Brees? <laughs> Sorry. Um, number 10. Surprisingly, Drew Brees is in all of the top 10 spots. <laughs> Taysom Hill? No. no. Um, oh yeah, because Drew Brees was injured as well this year. It really was the year for QB injuries. It was the backup year. Yeah. Um, number 10. I'll give you a hint. It wasn't a backup. Is it Jimmy G? No. I have no idea. Who is it? Carson Wentz. Oh, yes. I was like thinking, like, I went for my divisions and I was like, NFC East? No, they're all terrible. I mean, cheers. <laughs> the man that cannot survive a playoff game it is Carson Wentz. Yeah, the poor guy. I feel sorry for him. That was a nasty hit. Then we've got to see 40 year old Josh McCown running around. That was entertaining. Who is the 57th? 57th? It is. One second, let me scroll quite far down this list. Who have they given that honour to? Will Greer? Will Greer. Um, Panthers. He has like yep. a stupid mohawk. I mean, he went to West uh, Virginia, I believe. See? This is kind of, do you know this? This is the kind of pointless knowledge. If he actually I'm, went to West Virginia, I'm going to be so happy. I haven't got that information. I'm going to Google what it. I can tell you, though, in his first start, Greer threw three interceptions and took five sacks. In his Oof. second start... Uh, yeah, he went to West Virginia. How do you know that? This Why is, do you know that? This is the kind of stuff that just sticks in my head. You know, like life skills, financial management. Nah. <laughs> when Will Greer went to university, that's in there. Yeah, he didn't have a, he didn't have a great start. Who's 56, if I know where they went to college as well? Luke Falk. Luke Falk. Uh, he played for the Jets. He did. He played for the Jets in potentially the worst start I've ever seen in my life. That was when um, Sam Darnold had mono. He did have mono. Luke Falk. No idea where he went to college. I'm disappointed in myself. Well, that ruins our next segment where we just go through every player and where they went to college. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I've let you down and all three of our listeners. <sighs> sorry, sorry, Mum. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ben's bum. 
So 11th. 11th. Oh my god. Now I'm just starting to not be able to think. Is it Jimmy J? It's not. Oh. It's a man looking for a lot of money. A lot of money? A lot Tom of Brady? Money. No. It's Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. He went to Mississippi State. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, quick fire. Quick fire. 12. Jimmy G. No, Matt Ryan. This is Jimmy G disrespect. <laughs> it's going to get worse. 13th. Jim, no. Um, 13th. Uh, Matthew Stafford. We've already had him at 8th. Uh, was he at 8th? Yes. Who are we missing from the NFC North? Oh yeah, Mitchell Trubisky. It's not him. Um <laughs> Brady. Kyler Murray. Kyler, what? Yes. 14th. Kyler Murray in at 13th, which is ridiculous. Yep. 14th. Um, I'm trying to think, like, I'm, try- I'm running out of players. And- is it Jimmy G? No, it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady above Jimmy G. Who, who put together this list? Uh, so it's between four people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. Bunpuri. Blair, uh, yeah. Phyllis and Parr. No idea. So um, they had him in uh, respective order 13th, 15th, 16th and 13th place. So he ended up 14th. Where's Jimmy G? 15th. 15th? He comes in just behind Brady. A familiar a familiar feeling, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, not this year, though. Damn straight. God, that's that's bad. Jimmy G was good. I didn't watch them all, but I watched the majority of games um, of the good teams, like the Niners. I think I probably watched all the Niners games, except maybe a few on like um, Game in 40, because, you know, when you work shift work, sometimes you have nothing better to do. Um, and Jimmy G was good. He just wasn't asked to be good that often, which is like a negative. Oh, I can't believe that. 15th, yeah. Jimmy G. And what's the most outrageous thing I've seen on this list? Jameis Winston. He's 22nd. 22nd? Outrageous. In what way? A man. <laughs> I don't know which direction you're saying it's outrageous. Because <laughs> that's, that's exactly like just like how random his season has been. This man set a record. For 30 and 30. No one else has done this, Tom. And he led the league in passing. Exactly. And next year, he's going to do it even more better. Even more he's got better. LASIK. <laughs> I guess good English. He's going to do it even more better. Feel, feel safe, Tampa Bay fans. He's going to do it even <laughs> more better. <laughs> next season, he's going to he's going to be even better. Yeah, it's not hard, really. <laughs> <laughs> It's like just has to throw it to his own players. Yeah, like um, wasn't there a stat that like one of his games he could he would have got a better QB rating if he threw the ball out of bounds every play or <laughs> yeah. something. One of them was just insane. And then um, uh, where's where's um, Danny Dimes? Danny Dimes is twenty third. Where's Drew Locke? Drew Locke wants Matt. I'm going to scroll far down. Ouch. He is 29th. Oh, okay, it's not too bad. I'll take that. I mean, he, I think if you're, if you're within the 
the top 32. Yeah. You're at least proving you're a starter. Do you know what I realised? I was thinking about this the other day, because like, obviously the Chiefs won their first Super Bowl. Yeah. As a Denver fan, am I basically what a New York Jets fan was like 15 years ago? In like 2001, having no idea the 15 years of misery, or like 19 years of misery that is about to be unleashed upon them by a dynasty. I, I guess so, yeah. Like their greatest achievement in 20 years is beating their division rival in the playoffs once. Is that my future? I'm not going to say it isn't, because it's looking <laughs> a lot like it is. I'm really worried it is. Because he's so good. I mean, that ends my my little uh, quiz section. And on that um, sad note about me lamenting my potentially next 20 years as an American football fan, um, I'm going to probably say that's going to wrap up the first ever edition of the Fourth Down podcast. So um, to whoever actually found this and listened to it, if you enjoy it, I hope you stick with us. Um, maybe share it with a friend. It's pretty much the only way we're going to grow, really. Um and I hope you enjoyed it and we will be back eventually maybe (laughs) probably anyway thank you all so much for listening Um, thank you very much from Tom and Ben thank you very much everyone